Well, we got Cooper Rush versus Daniel Jones. It literally can't get any worse than the game that I watched tonight. Not possible. Uh, welcome, guys. My name is DK. Uh, we'll, again, we'll be talking about the uh, Cowboys and Giants showdown slate. We got a million dollars to first on DraftKings. For your first time viewer, I do make content for DraftKings and for prize picks. If you are um, a first-time user on Prize Picks, you can use my code DKDFS for a 100% match up to $100. Went four for five on the main slate today. The last two main slates, nine of 10 overall. So it's been really, really good. Unfortunately, the one free pick that missed, uh, or I gave two free picks, one missed Jahan Dodson. So I was a little bit unfortunate. But again, four for five overall. Again, if you're a new user, use the code DKDFS for a 100% match up to $100. If you guys are looking for more in-depth content, you can check out my Patreon link down below. Also, had a great main slate. I went with Mahomes stack, uh, cash in tournaments with Montgomery getting injured. Would have been a much bigger day if he didn't get injured. Also, Kelsey dropped two touchdowns. So, and he caught one of those. Like I said, it could have been a much, much bigger day. But, um, yeah, let's recap Thursday because Thursday showdown slate. Thursday's showdown slate. Ended in excruciating pain. One of the worst beats of my life. I'm not even going to bring up the fact that the chub chumps get bailed out because Cream Hunt gets stuffed three times inside the five. No. Not going to bring that up at all. And I had Kareem Hunt in the captain. Had he scored at any of those three attempts, I'd be close to first in every contest winning thousands of dollars. No. Oh, and Chubb, way over-owned, 70% owned. Again, to bail out the Chubb chumps, we're not even going to bring that up. Because even though the Chubb chumps got bailed out, it was still going to be a good night for me. Right? Still going to win $350. Pretty solid night, right? Pretty solid night. Needed the game to end. I don't know how that one play before got called. They called it short, so they punted it. Got stuffed at like the five yard line. I'm like, all right. The only possible way I lose is if the massive chalk Browns D somehow get a touchdown in this last play for the fish at fifty percent ownership. I'm going to show you this. I turn it. 50% Browns D. The only way I lose in the last play of the game is that the Browns D comes up with a touchdown. What do you do? throwing? It's the only... And after.
you know, I had to, I had to go for a walk. Go for a walk. I woke up. I had to go for like a 30-minute walk just to you know, kind of process what happened after, after this game. Um, woke up the next day. Contemplated life, you know. What is life? All right, Cowboys and Giants. So, like I said, cannot get any worse than the game that we watched tonight. Um, but uh, we got a 39 over under. The Giants are currently one point favorites. So we'll start off on the Dallas side. Uh, CeeDee Lamb, 10.2K. I mean, is their clear wide receiver one? 11 targets through two weeks. That's no real surprise. I think he's good play in both formats. Uh, he's going to play a majority of the game. Played 58 and 61 snaps. Uh, yeah, not a lot of bad things to say from CD other, other than, you know, he's relatively expensive, but I think it's you know, warranted. So, yeah, he looks good at the top. Cooper Rush, 9-6. You know, he's a game manager. He's not a great quarterback, um, but he's not bad for being a backup quarterback. Like, he can still get it done. Um, I think he's a fair play. I think, you know, Daniel Jones maybe looks a little bit better. Daniel Jones also a little bit of rushing upside. But I do think Cooper Rush comes in at less ownership. So maybe for tournaments, you can look to rush over Daniel Jones. I also don't mind playing both quarterbacks together. We saw on Thursday, you know, the, the quarterbacks are relatively low owned. So, I mean, they're always safe plays, right? The, the quarterbacks are always safe plays in the showdown slate. So he's fine. Zeke Elliott, 8-4. Pollard, 8-2. I mean, I think Pollard is the better back of the two. But Zeke's is getting more opportunities. So, yeah, I'm just I'm going to prefer um, Zeke to Pollard when they're at like the same price. Pollard did have seven targets, though, through uh, the passing game, which is good to see. Uh, but, yeah, I'm going to prefer Zeke slightly to Pollard. If you take a look at snaps, you saw 41 snaps for Zeke, 24 for Pollard. So, um, yeah, Zeke is just the, the more optimal play of the two. doesn't make Pollard out of play. But when they're that close in price, I'm just going to lean Zeke over Pollard straight up. Now, this is where the slate gets interesting. I, I kind of like this slate for tournaments because there's a lot of uncertainty. Like, I, I like slates like this when there's some uncertainty. Michael Gallup, 7-4. So he practiced in full on Friday. I'm expecting him to go. He is their wide receiver, too. There's been um, hints that, there, you know, he won't be, uh, won't handle a full allotment of snaps. But, so, like, how much exactly is he going to play, right? Is he only going to play a third of the game? Is he going to play half the game? Is he going to play three quarters of the game? We don't know. So there's some uncertainty with how much Gallup's going to play. I'm, I'm pretty sure he's going to play. Um, definitely not a cash game play, but viable for tournaments. And maybe he just comes out and plays 75, 80% of snaps. If that's the case, again, I think he's a solid GBP play, which also makes Noah Brown a lot riskier, right? So I think with Brown and Gallup, I probably don't play these guys together. If you think that um, Gallup's going to play a lot, then maybe you don't look to Noah Brown. If you think they're going to limit Michael Gallup, I think you can play Noah Brown. So, I mean, I guess, you know, it's possible both could get there, but for me, I probably wouldn't play the, both these guys together. And then a pretty big uh, piece of injury news, Dalton Schultz is questionable. Um, he didn't practice on Friday. He was there for Saturday, but it was only a walkthrough. So this is massive, massive news for the knee because, Schultz is a guy that's going to play majority of the game. And we know, you know, he is a safety blanket for the Dallas quarterbacks, but 55 of the 61 snaps. So that can open up a lot of value if he misses. Now, if he plays, I think he's a pretty safe play, Dalton Schultz. If he misses, we'll talk about a couple of tight ends here in a bit. 
Cowboys D at 4-6, um, they're fine. I mean, if it's a super low-scoring game like the game tonight, there's a good chance that the defenses can be in the winning lineup. I just, you know, when you have a slate that happens tonight that what, was 11-10, to just absolutely no offense, I'm just not going to win those slates. They happen a couple times a year in the showdowns. Congrats to the winners. Congrats to the defense droolers. I'm just not going to win those slates. So um, Cowboys D is fine. Uh, Brett Maher, also a decent value play. We know the kickers are safe values on the showdowns. Um, Semi Fioco at 2 4. Um, I don't think it's going to play. Uh, if you take a look at the snaps last week for Dallas at wide receiver, outside of, you know, Brown and CeeDee Lamb played the majority of the game. You saw six snaps for Fioco, five for Turpin. Um, you did see 21 for Houston, but he got released. So, I mean, maybe you see a couple snaps for Fioco or, or um, Turpin, but um, I don't think it's really necessary to go there. Where are things that are interesting here are these tight ends, both min price. Jake Ferguson, $200. And uh, Hender shot is $200. So taking a look at the snaps last game, you did see a decent chunk of snaps for Jake Ferguson. Played 34 uh, snaps, was out there in eight passing plays. And then Hender shot didn't play much. He played seven snaps, but was out there for four passing plays. So I think both these guys would look good in Ferguson and Hender shot. Um, for what we've seen through the first couple of weeks, I mean, just in the limited snaps that Hender shot's been out there, he's you know, looking to be more of the pass catcher. But Jake Ferguson's also a solid pass catcher too. So um, if there's no Dalton Schultz, I think both guys are firmly, firmly in play. If Dalton Schultz plays, uh, you can still look to a Ferguson at the flat min price, $200. Again, he hasn't had a target yet, but uh, he played a good chunk last game. And yeah, that's it for Dallas. Let's move on to the Giants. So Saquon Barkley, 11-8, very safe play. I mean, he's just a true bell cow. You rarely see this in the NFL nowadays, but if you take a look at last game, Saquon played 61 of the 73 snaps. You saw two snaps for Antonio Williams, one for Brightwell, and 11 for Breida. So uh, yeah, he's going to be out there a ton. He is involved in the passing game. I think he looks great in both formats. The only issue is he's going to be popular and he's expensive, but yeah, Saquon. I don't want to tell you he's a good play. Uh, Daniel Jones, a 9-4. So, again, does have a little bit of rushing upside. We're seeing 21 and 25 yards in the ground through two games. So, for those reasons, I think he looks like the slightly more optimal quarterback play. But I also think he's going to come in at more ownership than Cooper Rush. So, for tournaments, again, could, could you make the argument to go Rush over Jones? Yeah. And you can definitely play both, too. They're relatively cheap. I just think Jones looks a little bit better, a little bit safer because of that rushing upside. A wide receiver, yeah, this is another one. Big question mark for the Giants, right? Last game, Kenny Galladay barely played. That could definitely change this week. So a lot of questions with what, what are the Giants going to do at wide receiver? Again, if you take a look at last game, uh, Kadarius Tony and Richie James split the slot wide receiver snaps, but Kadarius Tony is out. Uh, and then out wide, you saw David Sills play 67 of the 73 snaps and Sterling Shepard play 64 of the 73. Kenny Galladay played two snaps. Darius Slayton played four. So that doesn't mean it's going to happen again. You could see Galladay play more this game. Um, he said he was noncommittal uh, oh, about requesting a trade. So we don't know exactly what's going to happen. I mean, if you look at the depth chart, they do have Galladay far down, right? You have Shepard one, Sills two, Richie James three. Um, and then you have Galladay six and Slayton seven. So Galladay at the moment, nothing more than a dart throw. But would I be surprised if Giants start the game and Galladay starting a wide receiver? No, no. So like you can take a shot in him for tournaments. I do think Shepard, uh, you know, is relatively safe. 
I don't really think if Galladay plays more, I don't think it's going to affect Shepard. I think it would more affect Sills. Uh, so I do like Shepard. Um, again, 10 targets last week. He is uh, probably their, your safest Giants wide receiver. I also like Richie James in the slot, though. So six targets back-to-back weeks. We don't have um, Kadarius Tony, who is splitting slot snaps with Richie James. So Tony out of there. Um, I, I think James is going to play a decent chunk in the slot. Now, again, the Giants can do a lot of things, right? Sterling Shepard played in the slot last year. They could very easily just shift Shepard to the slot, start Galladay out wide with, like, Bills. Like, they could do a lot of different things, right? That's, that's why there's a lot of uncertainty here. But if we do get a game where Richie James is playing a decent chunk in the slot at 5.4K, I think he's a fine option. And then David Sills played a ton. He did only three catches and four targets, but... Um, I think he's also a viable option. So the Giants, again, there's a lot of question marks here at wide receiver and what exactly they're going to do. If we go based off last game, James and Sills are both pretty good point per dollar values. Tight end. So Daniel Bellinger uh, only had one catch, but it was a touchdown. He did play a lot more this week than last week. They played 42 of the 73 snaps. He's out there on 21 passing plays. So he's a fine option, but... Um, he hasn't been super involved in the uh, offense through two weeks. Graham Gano, same thing I'll say about the Cowboys kicker. Safe value. We know the kickers are, are fine options. The Giants defense at 3.8K. I think I would slightly prefer them to the Cowboys. Again, we'll see. It all, it all comes down to ownership in those uh, in the defenses. And the defenses are going to be very popular just because the game tonight, people saw the game tonight, and they're going to you know go to the defenses. If we see like 30% for the defenses, I'm just going to fade, right? And if something happens like the Browns D on Thursday, might never hear from me again. Um, yeah, Tony again, doubtful. So expecting Richie James to be working out of the slot. As far as the back running backs go, I mean, Matt Breida is RB2. He's had, what, six carries and one target through two games. Right now, it's nothing more than a dart throw. Um, I mean, you probably need something to happen to Saquon. So just a dart throw. I'd rather play Burrito over Brightwell. Or um, who's the other running back? Williams, right? So if I'm going to take a shot in the back running back here for the Giants, it would be Burita based on what we've seen from snaps through two weeks. And then I do have a little bit of interest in Tanner Hudson. So he played a good chunk week one. Uh, week two, he had two catches and three targets. He played 27 snaps, uh, but was out there on a mostly passing play. So out there on 20 passing plays. So he's a decent pass catching tight end. I mean, we know this from the preseason. We played this guy a lot in preseason DFS over the years. So 1.6K for Tanner Hudson. I think he makes for an okay uh, value option. And then Chris Meyerick um, did have a touchdown week one, but didn't play a ton, or did play a decent chunk, played 23 snaps. So it was only out there in four passing plays. So he's more of a blocking tight end. I would rather take the shot on Tanner Hudson. We already know, again, Wendell Robinson's out too. So the, the two main slot receivers are out. That's why I think Richie James should play a decent chunk there. Let's see. Anything else I wanted to mention here? I mean, Darius Slayton's $200. He's the last wide receiver on the depth chart, but he did play a couple snaps, and you just never know. Like, I can't tell you what the Giants are going to do. They could come out. I would also not be surprised if this happens. They could come out, and literally their starting wide receivers could be Galladay and Darius Slayton, and I just wouldn't be surprised. So I think there's a lot of uncertainty on the slate, which I like for tournaments. So uncertainty with the Giants wide receivers. Uncertainty with Michael Gallup. How much is he going to play? What's going to happen to Alton Schultz? I like this slate for tournaments. I think it's going to be a fun one. Um, but yeah, that's going to wrap it up for the video. Again, guys, if you have been enjoying the YouTube videos, just make sure to like, subscribe, and hit the notification bell. I really do appreciate you guys watching the videos every single 
time and liking it, you know, subscribing, all that good stuff. So thanks again, guys. Uh, let's hope we uh, do not have a showdown site that ends in excruciating pain like Thursday. And I'll see you all in the next video.